Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Onward and Upward podcast, uh, episode seven. We gained some elevation. uh, Yes, we did. Uh, 60, what did did he say? 6,800 something. 6,800 feet up in the air um, where we're staying in Yak, Montana. Um, is at about 3,500, I think is what Dave yeah, said. So we came up a little over 3,000 feet. Uh, if you believe it, our senior pastor, Paul Turek, biked up to this mountain. I Crazy. kid you not, he biked quite a ways. He's actually walking over here right now. He might join us. We'll see. But welcome to another episode of the Onward and Upward podcast. As always, we always want to start with who we are. We're, our hope is that we would help you move onward in your daily walk and move upward in your relationship with Christ. And uh, if we can if we can accomplish just that with this podcast, you and I would be incredibly, incredibly happy and satisfied. And so, and that's what we want for anyone, um, to not stand still or be stagnant in their faith or in their walk, um, to not let the hard things of this life pull you back, but instead with God's strength and courage, not our own and relying on Him, press in and move onward. Right. Absolutely. Continue to put another foot in front of the other. We always talk about Philippians 3, yep. 12 through 16. And um, just love that scripture and Paul talking about it. You know, I always bring it. And if these things are not clear to you, I pray that he will make them clear to you. Yeah. You know, if you disagree, Absolutely. that's what he says. If you disagree, I pray that he'll make that clear to you. Um, just God's truth is everlasting. And uh, so, yeah. And um, I think it's appropriate that we're, we're literally taking the, the podcast onward and Upward. And upward. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, we have so accomplished good. every goal we can with this podcast. So far. Yeah. By physically moving onward <laughs> and upward to film episode seven. Uh, it's been a joy so far, Ben, for you to join me. Thank you yep. for being a co-host of this podcast. And oh, It's a pleasure to be a part of it. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so we just wanted to share a little bit at the beginning here. It's not really funny, though I think we maybe have a funny story or two um, of our journey up here. So we're, yeah. we're up um, at Hawkins Lake. It's an alpine lake, meaning it's up in the mountains. It's supplied by the water um, that comes down off the mountains from the snow melt and things like that and so no river it's not a river fed or spring fed it's it's naturally here from the mountains every winter unbelievable yeah and gorgeous. so um we're staying at the moore's cabin in yak montana we left on sunday oh fish right behind you i bet that got caught in camera i hope it That's did awesome. uh we've been fishing it's been good um but we left uh, Sunday at 1.30 yeah. and drove the 12 hours. It is, it's a little bit of a hike. Um, drove the 12 hours up here. Uh, smooth sailing, I'd say. I yeah, drove, I think, I think the first five. Yeah. And I think you drove, or first six, and you drove the it's last six. About half, half, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Haver's about six hours yeah. away, isn't it? Yeah. I drove us to Haver, and then you drove us the rest of the way. And, um, yeah, a good journey. Nothing nothing exciting until we got here. Yeah. Um, well, you know. <laughs> We got in late, whatever, we, we went to bed, that was fine. Hot, I guess that's something notable is this week, our average temperature this week is 102 degrees. Mm-hmm. That's our average high. Not our, normal for Yakima. Oh my gracious. Last year, this was all snow. Yep. Last, just and a wet. calendar year Raining. earlier. Yeah. It was wet, it was cold. Um, do you remember when I stood in front of the fire and yeah. had yeah. had the steam coming yeah. off of me because I was so, yeah. so wet? 
um, coming up on the motorbikes. Um, so yeah, this is drastically different. Um, our low, our average low this week is 64. Oh, that's our low. So at night we've got all the windows open, got those fans running, no AC, and that's right. all right. Yeah, it's, it's not right. normal for the for the nighttime temp- temperature yeah. to be that high, and yeah, yeah the cabin. So yep. And we, we say cabin a little bit tongue in cheek. Uh, if uh, you it's haven't a got a chance to come up here and, and hang out with the Moors and the, and what they've invested in, it's uh, it's good. It's a gorgeous yep. house. It's a gorgeous well, I property. I think we're gonna have an episode or yeah. two. Yeah, we'll, we'll it'll be showing it off. So. Yeah. So we're we're not alone up here. No, and it's surprisingly it is fun, so. You would think. And she's not that close to us. She's a, a she's long ways quite, away on, on the water, away. so that's, that's fine. You would think, coming all the way up here, you'd be alone. But somehow you're not. But that's all right. <laughs> that's the beauty um, of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's been a lot of fun. So uh, prior to coming, uh, you guys knew I cut my foot real bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah. thankful that that, uh, that is healing quickly. And my foot's in the water and feeling just fine. But... Yeah, we were good. I was going to suggest doing a show and tell, but actually it's healed so well. There's not much to There's show. There's not now, much. So. It, it still hurts. It's, yeah. it's bruised, yeah. but it's doing well. Yeah, I got a cut, cut on big two, two big cuts on the bottom of my foot, and but it's doing all right. It's alive. It's well, and uh, thankful, very thankful, because I was bummed. That happened last Thursday, mm-hmm. so today's Tuesday. We left on Sunday, and the Thursday before that, cut it really bad. I was, ah, you gotta be kidding. Right before we're about to go hiking, yep. fishing, wilderness, it's like the last thing you want is your foot getting hurt. Yeah. And, and in mean, some ways I was got putting the, putting the brakes on you maybe a little bit. Yeah, right. Um, Chill. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so you and I get up Monday morning to go. Well, it was a great plan. So the plan is yep. why, why buy all this food? In, in Sydney area, right, and, and throw it in the van and haul it all the and way. And then try to, to keep it cold. Went, and you know, last year we, we went to a little bit of shopping at the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. They got great grocery stores here in Libyan and Troy. So we thought, yep. well, we'll just we'll just do that. So yep. we got to get down, and we're not going to take the van. So well, we no, we're going to go in style. Yeah, exactly. Dave's got that Nissan Datsun 280Z. Yeah, it's a beautiful car. Yeah, very nimble. Mm-hmm. And uh, doesn't get driven enough. It doesn't. Nope. And, yeah, you keep, you, you tell the story. Well, so, you know, we... we we get, uh, get into the shop. Of course, they, uh, Dave's in there getting it all ready and, and, and checking it out. And uh, I don't know when the last time they drove it. It was a couple weeks ago. Did they even yeah, drive he it? had a battery maintainer yeah, on it. a maintainer on there and stuff. And I, I kind of showed up late to the party there just wanting to get my stuff and get ready to go in. And I had some work things to do at, uh, when we had cell phone coverage. That's the other thing that's not really ready, readily available up here. We have zero yeah. service. Yeah. In fact, r- randomly in the middle of the lake, I picked up service for about... Yeah, a it'll, minute. It'll, it'll I, my in phone and dinged, yep. and then I went to look at it. I already lost the service. Yeah, yeah. So, which is, uh, I don't know, in and of itself, an awesome. Yeah. Thing. But that's not what we want to talk about. So, uh, get get ready, and, and Harry's in the driver's seat, and you're getting ready to, to fire up the, the Datsun, and uh, nothing. No, there's not even juice, a light. Nothing. 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 And so, obviously, the the battery tender wasn't working, or something was wrong with the battery. And yep. so, uh, somehow, uh, well, it was, it was great because Dave had a, a jumper kit with and one of those battery ones that we could take with. So, yep. which was handy. So we went ahead and and used that. Fired right up. So it was definitely a battery issue. It wasn't definitely, wasn't anything else. It was a problem. But a battery issue. We uh, proceeded to tootle off to uh, to Libby, the back way, and uh, the gorgeous drive, and had a few. Yeah, what's uh, that called? Peak Creek. I think so. Peak Creek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, had a great. A great drive, no, no problems there. It wasn't overheating. But last year when we were driving, we kind of noticed that the clutch was slipping a little bit, but not yep. too bad. Manageable, you know. But it, it, there was something a little bit off with the clutch. And it was a hot day. It was, it was a hot day. As we yesterday. already said, it was. Yeah. By the time we were driving, it probably was up in the mid 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we made it, made it into town. Got the groceries. Got everything set yep. up, and uh, proceeded to get ready to to head home. And uh, 
and you said right away, oh, this isn't good. Yep. Yeah, I put it in gear yeah. and I let the clutch all the way out and we were barely moving. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Yeah, not good. So anyways, uh, thought we were gonna make it, and, and you know, it's not like we're it was super high elevation here, um, but uh, where the where the cabin is. But it's definitely got a got a few hills. It's got a climb to get mm -hmm. get, uh, get back to the cabin from Libya. And so uh, called Dave and I had a little bit of a backup plan in place. But yep. uh, Harry uh, worked his magic with his uh, clutch foot, and we we made our own on the way home. So it was good. It was Baby, a good trip. Yeah, I was very nice. To about it. a half hour later so, than what we wanted. But. Yeah, when we got to Libya, we put a brand new battery in, yeah. so then we yeah. at least didn't have to That's worry true. about that. It could start on its own, no problem. And, uh, and yeah, we, there was a couple of hills. It felt terrible. It's a 70 mile an hour road and we were going about 15 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, big was... old semis coming and passing Whoa. you. And that's a little scary on a mountain road, yeah. super skinny, no shoulder. And, uh, and that big old semi pulls out from behind you to whip past you. But, uh, we got over the big hills. Uh, Dave did start coming down just in case. And, um, but yeah, we, we made yeah. the climb all the way back rode that momentum we had some fun driving <laughs> on those corners because we didn't want to lose speed yeah. so so we went a little faster maybe than than what most people would be comfortable with but we had to we had to keep the momentum if i didn't keep momentum we wouldn't well, get over the next rise so. and that is our story and we'll stick with it yeah i appreciate that that's oh it was fun it, yeah <laughs> so it was a unique adventure yeah. and uh good. for the most part we haven't had too many other other hiccups and things like that the uh, one of the motorbikes battery was dead when we tried to go, but we just push started that and away we went and got the battery charged on the way up here. So, well, part of part of the allure of uh, leaving Sydney, Montana, at one end of Montana, mm -hmm. the far eastern edge of Montana, yeah, small going all the other side, far northwest corner of Montana, yep. is to to get away and to, to relax and yep. have fun. And, and part of that's the adventure. And so sometimes adventure comes in the unintended package. Well, and to put it, put it in perspective. Right, I can drive from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is on the far east side of Wisconsin, right. all the way across to the western side of Minnesota in the same time it takes for us to drive from the eastern part of Montana to the western part of Montana. Yeah. So we can drive across two states that aren't small, right? Minnesota, Wisconsin are not small states. They're no. not gigantic, but... No. We're not talking east coast, you know, um, Rhode Island types. Yeah, so it is a bit of a journey, but man, more than worth it. Um, I was just out on the... He has a, Dave has a little blow up pontoon mm -hmm. that you can uh, use a couple oars and tootle around. And, um, Where did he go? He's right over there, way oh, yeah, over there in the corner. Side, yeah. uh, shot a little video myself while I was out on the water, just gorgeous. But yeah, uh, surprise, I know you said it, Paul said it too. It's like, we're this high up and it's still warm. Yeah, it's, like it's it's a hot week this week. A nice a nice little breeze is coming by, which is nice. Hopefully not getting picked up by the mics, but um Still, I'm like right on the edge of really hot. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so one of the main things, right, of the positives of coming on a, treat, on a retreat like this, right, is the opportunity for rest. And, uh, and so that's, that's what I wanted to, we're hoping to do another couple episodes up here um, in Yak, Montana, but I, I thought it was very fitting that this would be the start of our maybe two or three episode um, series here in Yak, Montana for the, for the podcast, um, because really that's what this offers more than anything else. Being up here offers the amazing opportunity for rest and how how often do we discount the need not the want or the desire but the need 
for real rest. Yeah, and uh, you were just talking um, before we went uh, went live on the video about just the fact that it's really hard to enter into true peaceful rest mm. uh, when you're not changing your environment where you are, mm. who you're with, right? It's uh, it's such a big part of it. And uh, um, we, we try, yeah, and we, we can get a little bit. Jobs. You know, it's all good. That's all yeah. good. But uh, but when you need rest, uh, in order to really disengage the brain, you need to really get away. And you know, this uh, this trip, this retreat is is. Uh, you know, technically we leave on a uh, Sunday, we get back yep. on a Saturday. So if you count travel days, it's seven days. 100%. And, and you kind of need those days in order to really fully yep. uh, unplug a little bit mentally. And and, uh, and I think even physically to, to be able to let your body fully relax and, right. and uh, settle into some, some full-time rest. Well, and I know... It just really is great to recharge your batteries, not to... No, you're a good. battery point, but um, recharge your batteries is incredibly important, <laughs> as we know. Especially if you want to make it from uh, one town to another. Yeah. Well, I know you got you got a piece of scripture here. Um, yep. And you and I talked about it. It's just the the. It's such a simple truth that we again we forget so easily that it is incredibly difficult to find rest in the same atmosphere that you have busyness. It doesn't mean that you can't, it doesn't mean you can't get creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can't find times like, for instance, right? When, when we put our kids to bed, that's, that's time that Tesha and I, my, you know, my wife and I, that we try to kind of hold sacred of man from that eight o'clock, if we're doing good, <laughs> eight o'clock. Yeah. The night's if, not if, doing if so good. Eight thirty, yeah. nine, nine thirty. But if we're doing good, you know, eight o'clock and from about eight to ten, ten thirty, it's just time for her and I. If we wanna go watch a movie, if we wanna play a game, if we wanna just sit and talk, um, if we wanna you know, sometimes we're like we make a delicious dessert or something, but you know, with kid, little kids around, they're like, oh, I want something. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, sugar before bed, you can't. So we take mercy on them and we wait. We pull out the sugar after they go to bed, right? Yeah. I feel like it's always a little bit cruel the times and, and we do it out in front of them. Like, yeah. nope, you can't have it. Um, and you and Tesha extend that mercy by making sure you're consuming all of the sweets. Yes, so they don't even see it. They don't, exactly. They don't, they don't get tempted. Right. It's not a problem. Right. So technically that rest is being found in the same space however the atmosphere is very different right and i guess that's my point not not the physical location necessarily it's the atmosphere Mm -hmm. in which that you're trying to find rest if you're trying to find rest in an atmosphere that that typically is where your busyness lies it's very difficult and yet so often we we do that we we try to find rest Mm -hmm. in the same atmosphere Mm -hmm. same space as where we have busyness and then we kind of feel even more exhausted from that effort of trying to do that and then throw our hands up in the air and give up and so uh, go ahead and read read what you got because you talked about it earlier and uh, man i think this is so pertinent to our discussion yeah so i'm actually going to read this uh this section out in matthew that uh we've been talking about it Mm -hmm. uh, matthew um Chapter 11, verse 28. Mm. So then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. And and so... Where is that from again? Yeah, that's Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. And and on to the end of the chapter. So, and I I appreciate... um, the fact that, that God's wanting us to, to live that daily and find yeah. that, that time of rest daily. But in, in some ways, uh, when you can separate, and I'm even going to call this deep rest time. This is this time where you really can mm-hmm. 
can push into uh, full-time rest. And, and so much of that is, is getting with him. Yeah. And, and we've been, we're, we're going to be going through Romans this week and uh, as we're at retreat and, uh, and just wanted to be open what God yeah. is, is t- talking to us. But I know personally, I'm, I've got some other devotions I'm going through and I know that David is, and I'm sure you are. And totally. There's, there's several of us that are really taking this time to be intentional about wanting to be under his teaching and, right. and starting to understand that. And, and then we can take that back and that understanding of, of uh, not only the value of rest, but also excuse me, how to rest and what, what things are, is, he, is he imparting to us during this time? Well, we can start employing that back in our daily life. And so it's, uh, it makes the, the short bits of rest and the intentional rest we're doing in our normal routines yeah. much more effective. Yeah. 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 Um, come all you who are weary, right? Like, mm-hmm. again, no, you, you don't have to drive 12 hours to find rest. And please know anyone who's listening, that is, that's not what we're advocating. And we'll get to the uniqueness of this space and, and all that. But this important of right. changing your atmosphere to finding rest and coming before him. So, right, that, that scripture you just read of having that self-awareness that you're weary, mm-hmm. that you're tired, that you're heavy laden, right? Having that self-awareness, it starts there. Sometimes we go so hard that we lose sight of really what's going on. And then we have these other circumstances that come up where we're really testy or, or everyone is just getting on our nerves. That is a red flag, right? It's, a, yeah. it's an opportunity for you to go ding, ding, ding. Maybe it's not them that has the issue. Maybe it's me. And it doesn't mean necessarily that you're sinning no, I right? don't think that's the case. But it's this idea of if you're not rested, and better yet, if you're not resting in Him, in Christ, you're going to find yourself with a shorter fuse, mm-hmm. less less grace given, less compassion, um, because you're going to be so tight and wound up. And um, well, yeah, I think, it's just I think one of the things so that, important to find an atmosphere, yeah, and to what, find that rest with Christ. So much of what what I try to do when we do, do any kind of retreat. Um, and certainly it's, it's not something unique to me, but it's this idea of reviewing life a little bit, stepping back from, from some of the, the, the minutiae so you can actually see the bigger picture. And then yeah. looking at those areas of life that you're like, it, uh, this is a burden that I shouldn't be carrying. This is, yeah. well, why am I worried about it? And, and hand that off to Christ yeah. and let him uh, deal with it and really start offloading things that are, that are weighing us down and causes, yeah. causes us to, to be tired and weary. And, uh, and that's part of that action of trading, uh, cause he's, he's God, he can handle anything. You know, that's yeah. what's so awesome about it. He's got broad totally. shoulders and, uh, he's got his own way of dealing with things and, and is much better at it than you or I yeah. or anybody else could be. So, um, it's humbly understanding our position once again in life yeah. in relation to him in relation to how, uh, our responsibilities are being lived out. So that's, uh, so much of it. We've talked about the atmosphere and the need to find that, that space where you can find rest mm-hmm. and finding it outside of the busy, busy, the busy, the Disney, the busy atmosphere, um, that often we, we end up trying to do that and then we get discouraged and, and drop it. And, um, and how important it is that we aren't finding rest in ourselves, but we're finding rest in him. And I, again, you have another scripture here that we, we talked about ahead of time. Um, that why don't you share that as well? Cause I think that speaks to this a lot uh, as well. Yeah. So one of the things that, um, that every Christian should be thinking about is, is how do, how do I look at the life of Christ and, and learn mm. from him what he was doing during his time here? Mm. 
and uh, obviously the Gospels do a good job of, of picking up quite a bit of, uh, of how he lived his life. I've got a yeah. whole bunch of questions for him when I get, yeah. get to heaven uh, about for things. Real. But um, um, anyways, I'm, I'm in Mark 6, and I'm uh, trying mm, to make sure I Mark find 6, it. yep. Yeah, but um, he, he just gets done feeding the 5,000, and, um, and they... You know, they, they pick up all the extra baskets of food and whatever. And so, um, anyways, immediately after after the feeding the 5,000, Jesus insisted that his disciples, and this is verse 45, um, get back into the boat and head across the lake to uh, mm. Bethsaida while he sent the people home. So he's like, okay, party over. Just help us go in the boat across yep. the lake. And, yep. uh, and after telling everyone uh, goodbye, he went himself, he went up into the hills mm. by himself to pray. And... Uh, we see Real that. shocker that Jesus is demonstrating what we should be doing. Exactly. But it's also, I think it was essential to him. And, in, in, you know, even though, yes, he is the son of God, but he's, he's fully the son, uh, man. And so he's uh, understanding he just had an intense, another intense day of ministry and uh, yep. giving. And uh, he needed to, to get uh, get away and get up with his father and spend some time um, up in the hills and up in the mountains. So, um, anyways, goes goes on to say that late that night, the disciples were on their boat in the middle of the lake and, and Jesus was alone on the land, and mm. he saw that they were in serious trouble and uh, haven't made a lot of progress. And so about three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that he couldn't have walked on the water the night, you know, the day before. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying any of that, but I do find it interesting. That it seems like every time he comes off the mountain and off of a, a retreat time with the Father and, and praying with the Father, he's, he's, got, he's notched it up a level in his ministry, yeah. his effectiveness and his yeah. power. Yep. And what he's what he's doing, and uh, well, he was operating. He filled his tank. flesh, right? right? Like mm-hmm. he understood that as mm-hmm. he's as he is God, he's limited in man, right? God incarnate in flesh. That there, the flesh brings that brings that need for rest and mm-hmm. sustenance and things like that, right? So I love that you bring that up, that Jesus demonstrates one of the most important things in life, that if we want right. effectiveness, if we desire to be used to the, to the fullest, it requires rest. Mm-hmm. It requires good rhythm. Mm-hmm. That isn't just this, you know, sporadic, getting sporadic rest, but really this, this overarching rhythm of rest over and over. And, um, it can, it can be so hard to find in the busyness and that, uh, you know, I've got four kids. I got a fifth on the way. I, I know, I know busyness, um, better than most, I think, um, or at least different than most. <laughs> well, just the amount of energy and, that your uh, boys bring to the table yeah. in any, any particular interaction awesome. is, is awesome and, and fun, right. but it is. It's but I got to know my limits. Right. Yeah. Yep. Dave paddled into the camera. It was good to see you, Dave. You want to wave? Camera's got you. You want to paddle? You want to paddle in and say anything? You want to add to this? Add to this discussion of of rest. So Dave was telling us earlier today that he gets up up to his yacht cabin about four times a, a year, yeah. and maybe some years more or less. But um, this really is your rest, your sanctuary. Place, right? can, can we call it a sanctuary? So if you get close enough, I'll let you get on the mic and you can yeah, actually say we'll something. Yeah, we'll put a mic in, in your face. I went and stepped on a sharp rock and bruised my foot again. I'll try not to do a backflip into the water. No backflips, Ben. Yeah. No, too rocky. There we go. 
if you turn if you turn him into this gap here, he'll. We're gonna keep this this whole thing. I don't want to edit any of it out. No, I think it's good. Your journey in is what's important. Do you want to add to the to the conversation of rest? Maybe what do you? Well, let me what just do you ask see you as important to it? It's too hard, and I've had to learn the hard way a lot in my life how much how important rest is. Um, now that I've learned, I try to be intentional about getting more rest, and sometimes I manage that, and other times I don't. Do you ever fight anything when you're trying to get that rest? Like, do you fight the urge to not rest, or or do you find that when you f try to find rest, you have more roadblocks that prop crop right. up or anything? Well, like, I was, we had a good day yesterday, and was I was tired from the drive, the trip, and the late night. And, yeah. And uh, we all went to bed, and I actually went in and took off my shorts, and then, like, started thinking about today <laughs> and what I had, didn't have ready. And it's like, you know, I should go check the patch on the boat, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to gather some stuff because I was afraid I'd sleep in, and then you guys would be waiting on me. So, I, And who came and woke us up? Uh, I did, yeah. yeah I yeah. couldn't believe it. <laughs> So, well, someone put a fan in my face this morning. <laughs> Who was that? Was that you? I was being windy. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I woke I woke up to, to taking the big fan cranked up to 11. And <laughs> he put it right in front of my face so I couldn't breathe. I woke up going. <laughs> it's 8 o'clock. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm up. I'm up. Yeah, like I guess for me the hardest part is to unplug, to uh, shut my mind down. Yeah. And to let... to to shut my mind down, to stop thinking about life and yeah. worries and stresses and that yeah. stuff. Like, um, I only spent like 10 minutes and gathered my stuff last night. And then you got rest. And then I felt better, right? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I, felt, I felt better and fell asleep. Yep. So, and woke up to somebody's weird alarm that wouldn't shut off. I couldn't figure out which one of you guys is using that Yeah, alarm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it ended up being a fire alarm. Yeah. But no fire. No fire. No fire, just I malfunction. I didn't know that, though, and I don't, you got it shut off somehow, and I went back to sleep a little and got up. Well, I know the coffee's done at 7, so then uh, I got a cup of coffee, and like, so as I'm getting out there, like, what's that big ladder doing in the living room? I, it didn't dawn on me the fire alarm either. I did not think of that right away. Right. I just, well, let's oh. be honest. Middle of the night trying to shut that off. You ain't wasting time putting the ladder away. No, to bed I you wouldn't. go. Yeah, we'll deal with it in the morning. Then, yeah. yeah, and I was getting a muffin and drinking my coffee and saw the fire alarm <laughs> on the counter. It's like, oh. And then I actually was disappointed because they're fairly new. There was an old one I had that you just put a battery in. It right. been there for years. So, But we still found rest. Yes. Yeah. Against all odds. Well, we were just talking. Sometimes it takes a few days to kind of fully decompress from, from the normal work and the, the normal lifestyle and, and to really get into a restful state. So right. um, your average trip out here is not that long, though. No. I'd get here for weekends, maybe? A week, a week or six days. We've been here 10 days before. Uh, we keep hoping to. We would have been here longer this trip, uh, this or this June, and then that storm mm -hmm. damage in Sydney there. I, yep. uh, stuff came up I couldn't leave yet so neither could Terry so yeah we'd, it'd be nice to come for two three weeks to get tired of it I guess to see if I could get tired of it can you can you get to a place where you want to go home right. do you want to leave I, I don't know I, it'd I, take I, a while it'd take a while Dave right That's uh, what, I've uh, never gotten to that point <laughs> but we haven't spent no, three like, weeks up here you can't tell me uh, I can't tell you how uh how awesome it is, how uplifting for me that uh, you guys came again. Mm. Right? Like that, um, 
that uh, you feel it here too. The, it's a special place. It's a mm. good, right? Like um, you saw it once. I remember. No, I love coming. Me, you told me after we got here last year. You said, you know, to be honest, I, I you know, I heard you talk about this place, but I thought, you know, what's a cabin without a lake? I just don't. I don't <laughs> see how it could be that cool. You know, but he came out. That last the year, ignorant that, Minnesota boy, okay, yeah. that's all that was. Yep. And then he comes to me and tells me, you know, this is what I thought coming out here. Like, you know, what could be the big deal? And yeah. Wow, this is this is cool. Yep. So. Well, yeah, from floating on the river to the rapids to the river fishing, you know, the motorbikes, the hiking, Hawkins Lake. There's plenty. There's plenty to get lost in. I think is is the big thing, and and that's what we were talking about. Yeah. I'm sitting out on the raft in the middle of this lake and just in awe and lost in the splendor of my king Amen. right when we talk about it you can find rest in a variety of places and you need to find a place for rest in your daily walk right again our podcast onwards and upwards to move onward in your daily walk right which means your daily walk isn't coming to this lake every day typically for a vast majority of people right um, and to move onwards, onwards in your daily walk, move upwards in your relationship with Christ. But coming to something like this, right? We call it a men's retreat. Call it what you want. It's a chance to remove yourself from this busy atmosphere and to stand before your king in the splendor of what he has created and be lost in him. That's why I found myself lost in him. I wasn't thinking about church stuff or ministry. I wasn't thinking about my family. I wasn't thinking about the hike back down. I wasn't there or the drive back down, right? I wasn't thinking about anything. I was just simply, my mind was incapable of focusing on anything else but God's creation here in front of me and that I am his created and his beloved. Um, and the and the opportunity I found for all this weight to shed away, the maybe the mistakes I've made or things like that, the, the things that right. occupy our brain. And you were talking about that earlier. You know, shut or Dave, you said that too to be able to let your brain shut off mm -hmm. and just be able to be in His presence. I was in His presence in in the middle of that lake and this lake. And um, what a beautiful thing to have and feel so fortunate and lucky to be able to do that. Um, so the other thing that I think is important to know is that rest doesn't mean you have to be still and not doing anything. Totally. You I know. find rest playing uh, Xbox games with right, my right, brothers right, right. who live so, back in Minnesota. So rest is really, it really is a, a refocus and a, it's a difference in, in, uh, in stress level and, yep. and uh, burdened and whatever else. And yep. I, I can, I can tell you, Dave and I were out and I was, uh, benefited from, from Dave and I, and, and Harry bringing the. The boat up to the lake and mm. so i got to fish and dave got to to row and do a little fishing and uh it's just uh it's a super enjoyable restful experience to be out on this water um in this environment and be active you're doing things yeah um but it's a is a re definitely a recharging thing and a, and a good thing and a fun thing and it's uh as a believer it's impossible in, a, in an, an environment like this and not be thinking about the the splendor and the awesomeness that this is just a mere reflection of, of how good right. a father is. So we're talking about rest, right? The first step is being aware of yeah. when you need that rest and building in uh, a sense of rhythm of rest. I don't think that was a rock fish. No, I that think was a fish. A rock bass. I think that was an actual fish there. A really big fish jumper. No, that was, that was Paul throwing a rock. Um, <laughs> but 
So that's the first part, right? Is is being self-aware and realizing when you're weary, heavy laden. The second piece is finding that atmosphere that separates yourself from the busyness. And again, not for yourself. Though you know you're going to receive this amazing blessing of renewal and refreshment, but to come before the Father in an atmosphere where you can hear from the Father, right? Where He can renew you and and bring strength. Where you have the opportunity finally to lay things at His feet. I don't know about you, but there's rare a time that I'm able to lay things at God's feet genuinely. to 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 process it, think about it, and then to intentionally go i'm i'm laying this at your feet i this is a burden i've been carrying it, that happens most often in this moment of rest where you're able to to process those things and god shows you those things right and then spend that time in him and just and just let him fill you back up and the amazing blessing the the fruit that comes from that is just what you shared in mark 11 mm-hmm. of how our bodies, the way He's created it, when we find this rest, our capacity to serve and minister and be a light yep. and love and reach and teach and care explodes. That's not an accident. No, no. As we sit in this creation, that's not an accident. That's God's design. He's so excited for when we get rest. Mm-hmm. Though how often do we feel like it's laziness mm-hmm. or a waste of time? Or it's taken away from this over here. And God's just going, I have something so amazing I want to do. Mm-hmm. But you need you need rest to go do it. Get some rest. And so, then on the other side, amazing things happen. Can you speak a little bit to the fact that, you, you, I mean, you and, and Terry come up here quite a bit. Uh, mm. Like we said, three or four or five times maybe a year. Um, this is the only time that you got a bunch of guys up here as a retreat. And we're purposeful about what we're doing here, right? A lot of times you guys are coming up to main, do maintenance and other things, and you're, and you're also enjoying the time up here. Yeah. But what what is talk a little bit about the value of having, you know, not only one-on-one time with the Lord, but also have it in a, in a group setting. Oh, definitely. So, like, uh, last year was the first time uh, that I had been quite like this, right? I've had, uh, um, I've hunted up here with a friend that's quite a bit older than me mm-hmm. um, and not a believer, um, which it's a good time. We are we go back and forth. I sh- he knows my faith and he respects my faith and mm-hmm. um, he doesn't chastise me, but he he does try to talk me into that Big Bang stuff, you know. And so uh, and I spent a little time there. It was um, but, um, that was years ago, six seven years ago. And then uh, I've had another guy come up and come fishing with me, but he could only stay for two days, and uh, and that's it. Otherwise, it's my wife and me, and then. And she's good about she'll come fishing with me but um i know that's not her thing and uh just the i guess the blue in me i feel i feel bad when i know somebody isn't enjoying something as bad as, as much so it's as hard I for you to go do it yeah. like quote the boys you know um it's just like uh, you couldn't see me i was worried i was looking around me can you see me? i just had this grin <laughs> driving the motorcycle yeah i know you had you had bugs in your teeth bugs in my teeth <laughs> like i just the the cool air the more it's just like no one were coming here it's such, there wasn't a cloud in the sky just the like joy just yeah. feeling sh- sheer joy at how fun it is and uh i don't know i don't you don't get that yeah in your normal day-to-day yeah you get splashes of it here and there and you know go to the lake with the youth and stuff yep. but like there's something it, unique it's totally unique about coming right? to these different 
spaces of God's creation. Yeah, and then I, I second what you said about sitting in the middle of this lake and just looking around and just like in total awe, you know, um, unspeakable awe. And then realizing that I'm a little part of the, his creation yeah. too, you know, yep. and, uh, and I get to be a part of this. I'm afforded the opportunity, the, the privilege that right. he would want to use me in this amazing, right. amazing and place. Be able to have be spoken into my life by you guys. And yeah, I mean, you can't beat it. I mean, everybody should do this for, for their, well, I so agree. Heart and soul. You know, I right? so agree. Um, I did it, it like, honestly, it was way better than I ever imagined it would be. I don't know yeah. This was the idea. It really was. It really yeah. is. I yeah, we had a good crew last year. Um, had a few less people come this year, but everybody's got different schedules and stuff. Hey, but, coming uh, off a of COVID year yeah, and stuff like that, difficult, but, uh, it made it a little more difficult. And yeah. I need to get it going. Yeah, <laughs> but the nice thing, and we'll probably get some more details on another podcast, uh, maybe from the cabin itself. But uh, mm -hmm. what's what's awesome about your cabin is, yeah, you guys are up here, you know, a little bit, but you've also got it available, and uh, so we, we'll we'll be talking details about that. But um, showing off the cabin a little bit, I think, in another That's podcast. That's right. Yeah. So. Well, thank you, Dave, for joining us for our... Oh, drown a maggot. I, I, Going to go catch I, a flopper? As soon as I put a maggot on the lure, I'm catching him. So really? That made a big difference. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks for watching. <laughs> I'm glad maggots are good for something. <laughs> All right. They're hard to get on a hook, though. That's right. Well, as Dave exits, uh, we're going to exit. So yeah. thank you for joining us for episode seven, uh, talking all about rest. And uh, there's plenty more that we could talk about, right? And um, But I, I feel like this is a good good place for us to, to rest <laughs> and find our continued rest here in yeah. this amazing place. Um, Until episode eight. Until episode eight, yeah. We're looking forward to it. You got a bee on you. Oh, flew away. Yeah. Um, that'll They're interrupt friendlies. your rest. Yeah. Um, but thank you for joining us for the Onward and Upward podcast, episode number seven of season two, Rest. Why do we need it? And so, um, again, we want to help everyone move onward and upward in their daily walk and in the relationship with Christ. Uh, please smash the like button, hit follow. Subscribe. Follow our page on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. We have it, our podcast available on every major podcast app. Please follow, like, and most importantly, share. We want to get this message of hope and encouragement and love um, to as many people as we can. So thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.